it's Leanne from the Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society, and welcome to Think Bike, a podcast about all things motorcycle and the voice of motorcycle safety and awareness in Alberta. We will talk about everything from tips and myths on gear, maintenance, technique, education, and so much more with our very informed guests, so thank you for joining us today. On today's episode, we will be discussing... Riding with a passenger with our special guest, Bruce Thomas, who is also, if you don't recognize the name, the gentleman that writes our monthly article for the website. Welcome to our show. Hello, Leanne, and thank you for having me today. Well, you are a longtime rider, longtime friend of AMSS, and even before AMSS. Give the listeners a little bit of history about Bruce, the motorcycle rider, and kind of a synopsis of what you've done in your riding career. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I started out as a passenger, actually, so the topic today is kind of uh, appropriate. Uh, junior high school, a couple of my buddies had bikes, and we would go off. I lived uh, near the north end of Grote Road, and we would go and ride down Grote Road and go to Horlack and Emily Murphy Parks and, and just have fun and do that kind of stuff. And then uh, the one year I had a spare in class at the end of the day Thursday, and I would go and get my buddy's helmet and his keys and go and ride. And that's when I started riding, but I didn't actually get my own bike till probably about six or so years later, till I turned 20. And um, I mean, I've always enjoyed driving. So the first year, a couple of buddies and I rode to California and the next year to Montana. And, you know, um, when when my wife entered the picture, well, her parents' farm is 100 miles away. So we would ride down on the bike. That was the first time they met me, show up with their daughter on the back of their motor- motorcycle, right? So, um, yeah, that was late 70s, early 80s. Uh, family came along and my wife, I had the bike before I had the wife, so she wasn't about to tell me to get rid of the bike. Oh, good wife. Good wife. (laughs) Yes, yes. I'm very spoiled. Um, (laughs) So I rode solo for a while and then um, the bike had developed a bit of an engine problem and there was a dozen years where I was changing careers and going to school and all that kind of stuff, so I wasn't riding. But uh, I got back into riding, uh, got the bike fixed, tore it apart in the garage, fixed it all up. And then after a few years, we bought a new touring bike once the kids were big enough and whatnot. And, and uh, so we've been touring for the last oh, 14 years or so, I guess, that, that time frame. Well, and by touring, you guys have really toured because she doesn't just tour with you in Canada. You guys hit New Zealand, like you've been everywhere. Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. We've done New Zealand twice. We've been done Australia, uh, Scotland, all over, you know, half of Canada and the United States. We've done three, four, and five-week vacations on the bike. Uh, so yeah, she's a great passenger. (laughs) And she has, uh, been a subject of some of your news things, uh, that you write for us, like hearing protection for one of them. But this episode is about passengers and she is, she doesn't ride her own. She rides with you. And so who better than a lifelong person with a passenger on their bike and you've 
you have been through the ringer with everything to talk about this topic. How does, I personally have never had anybody on the back of any of my bikes. The first thing that comes off is my passenger pegs because I don't want to be responsible for somebody else. I'm not comfortable with that. I'm, I'm blessed to be on my own. Carrying luggage is one thing. A whole person is another. How does riding with a passenger change for you either solo or with your wife on the back? Well, and that's exactly like you say, the, the big thing is you are responsible for their safety. Um, so not only is that how you ride, you know, you want to be a hooligan when you're solo, go to town, you know, drag a knee, do whatever you feel like. But when you've got a passenger on, um, you're responsible for them. So one big thing is she's always had the same quality of gear that I have. You know, um, if you care for your passenger, don't let them sit on the back with flip-flops and shorts and a halter top. You know, I mean, they may look cute at that moment, but road rash is not pretty. So you're responsible. Um, so ride appropriately. And that's how one thing changes. Um as far as the bike is concerned, make sure your suspension is adjusted. Make sure the bike is in good condition. But suspension uh, is a big thing because that changes. You know, um, some of the new bikes, it's real easy. You know, you just select a menu item on a dash. One person, two people, two people with luggage, whatever. But otherwise, if you need to adjust your suspension, do that manually. Weight distribution is a big thing. Um, because you've got somebody on the back, uh, it changes. And some bikes, well, they're, and especially if you're loaded with luggage, the weight can be too far on the back wheel. You know, it's easy to lift the front. So you got to, again, be aware of that and ride appropriately. Um, when you're hitting the brakes, the weight transfer, there's going to be more and with the passenger and even you when when john took you to get your bike mm -hmm. you know, he's telling you put your hand on my back here or reach around and, and brace against the gas tank you know so that you're not squishing him so there's a there's a lot of things that that change and you need to be aware of that you need to make sure your passenger is aware of that yeah and then like, speaking to that whole thing with with john when i decided to uh, pick up a new bike in early 2020, as you mentioned. Um, John was the one who's a mutual friend of ours, sits on our board, um, came to pick me up to take me out to Leduc to pick up the bike. So from your standpoint of, you know, making sure you care for your passenger and stuff like that, from a passenger standpoint, at that point for me, it's know whose bike you're getting on no. is key. I once dated a guy a few years ago and I had to drop my bike off for servicing. And so he came to get me. We went to a bike night, a bike night on the South side of the city and he wheelied with me on his bike. I have never lost my collective poop as much as I did in that moment on somebody because yeah. do what you want on your own. When you have me, I don't have control. That doesn't make me feel good. I don't know you're doing that. And you have so many young ladies who get on strangers' bikes because, you know, it's cool and not in proper gear. So, but aside from that, 
to segue into like the next part of, of um, dealing with a passenger is when John picked me up, I got, he knows I've ridden a long time. I've raced on the salt flats. You know, I know he's ridden a long time and raced with the MRA. I still got a speech that was at least five minutes long about expectations of me as a passenger on his bike, even though I'm a seasoned rider. So let's get into communication and how you approach your passenger. Well, that's, that's the big thing. And, and again, I mean, I was lucky with, with Mary, with my wife, she had grown up riding dirt bikes on the farm. So she was aware of, you know, what to expect, how the bikes operated, that kind of thing. But other passengers that I've had, as I related in one of the online stories, had no idea. You know, it was just kind of a, a bucket list thing to ride on a bike. So then you have to go right from the ground up and make sure that they understand, you know, keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times, you know. Um, don't do a lot of crazy motions and movements that could upset things because it's a delicate balance. And, and if I don't know what's going on behind me, it's hard for me to control the vehicle, right? Um, you have to tell them, you know, identify the hand handhold places or, again, uh, you know, how to brace on the gas tank or against your back. Um, talk about emergency situations, you know, like how to be prepared. And there again, if you've got a calm system in your helmet, it's easy to talk to the passenger. You know, you're not having to yell over your shoulder or come up with hand signals because, especially a new person, I mean, that's a whole new language, you know, if you're saying, well, here's hand signals that I'm going to use for this, that, and the other thing, and they're trying to process it and then to remember it, especially if you get in an emergency situation where, where nowadays the comm systems that are available, it's so easy to have a conversation and just keep them informed, let them know what's going on, you know, uh, so that they're prepared and you're prepared. Communication right from the start before they get on the bike, you know, hugely important. Yeah, and, and as you're mentioning for like newer riders or people who, bucket list to go for a ride and there's so many people out there that will be like yeah I'll take your wife for a little scoot you know and and fulfill that yeah. dream yeah, pop and wheelies. yeah pop and wheelies yeah. everywhere um but even like even leaning in corners and stuff like that it's it's really important to let them know you have to be part of me and lean with me not try and fight me because that could cause a big problem correct? right yeah, I mean, I rode the Tale of the Dragon there a few years ago, and it was a crazy, crazy place. There was people in front of us, and the, the girl on the back bike is, you know, jumping up and down and moving around and trying to take pictures, and it was just horrendous, you know, like you're just going, get me out of here. Um, not somebody who I would want to have on the back of my bike. Now, um, and again, it depends on the bikes too. I mean, I always had a backrest and a carry rack on my bike. So Mary was used to that. And when we bought the big touring bike, then um, she said, I'm not riding with you until you've got a backrest. Uh, so I ordered the top box, the Honda top box I had to get it from Britain. And I had it in the garage three months before I actually had the bike. 
because uh, I really wanted her to ride with me. So, um, but it's just for you to feel safe, for them to feel safe, and and uh, let them know how it affects the machine, right? Which, I mean, in a car, you can do whatever you want. On a motorcycle, the the weight ratio of the, the people to the weight of the bike and the stability on two wheels, it's just, yeah, you have to be aware of what's going on. Absolutely. And then going back to the whole conversation John and I had before I even set foot on a peg, there is a wrong way and a right way for your passenger to mount a motorcycle and dismount the motorcycle. Because if you're not ready, (laughs) so let's talk a little bit about that. Well, and that's, that's a big thing. Um, You have to, the passenger has to know not to get on or off the bike until you say for them to, you know, that you're, you're braced, you're holding it. um, You're prepared for the weight. Um, They have to know how to, how to mount the bike, you know? Um, And every bike is different. I mean, with our Honda, the ST1300, Mary has no problem, you know. I mean, I can be on there, both feet on the ground. I'm tall. I can flat foot at both feet. Uh, balanced, you know, holding the bars, brakes on, uh, front brake. And she can step up on the passenger peg and step through the seat and, and sit down. But uh, we were on vacation and rented a BMW R1200 adventure bike. And the first day and a half or so, we tried the same thing. I would get on the bike, hold it, you know, flat-footed, say, get on. But she was having all kinds of problems because the peg is so much higher on there, you know. And it took us a couple of days before we finally figured out, okay, there is no standard way on this bike I would leave it on the side stand. She would use my peg. I wouldn't get on. She would get on first. She would use my peg and hold onto the handlebars and get on and then push herself back onto the passenger seat. So, and and that worked just fine. And then I would step through and, and we'd go, right? But don't get on or off until the rider says it's okay. Uh, do it the way that's appropriate for that machine, you know, and again, every bike could be different, you know, if you don't have a backrest or a carry rack on there, it's easy for the passenger to swing their leg over the back end rather than having to climb through. So there's no set rule other than whatever works for that machine and the rider. Yeah, and making sure everyone's ready Yes. That wait, yeah. and it's interesting that you said Mary like got on that adventure bike first and pushed herself back, and I am now having flashbacks of my recent trip through BC, where my extra leaning scrambler I couldn't even pick it up off the kickstand in some cases because like the luggage and then the extra lean. Right. Now to do that with a passenger, I guess that adventure bike is probably a little more like upright on the kickstand. Yeah. yeah. And then I've got, but you're also more, super tall. <laughs> I got a little more leg leverage than you do. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a little though. I mean, yeah. come on. People haven't met me. I'm a giant. I swear. <laughs> Mighty five foot five, yeah. uh, which makes bikes super fun for short people. Yeah. Um, I know that when 
I'm out riding and the weather shifts and changes on me, I, as a single solo rider, sometimes, like, I always, well, every rider should adjust for inclement weather. But with a passenger, I, with that extra weight and everything affect, like, how you ride in the rain or high winds and things like that? It depends. Again, you know, I mean, it's the answer for so many things. It depends. Um, as you know, I mean, if it's really windy or anything, you're going to crouch down, you know, kind of like you were on the salt flats. You're going to, you want to get right down on the gas tank. You want to minimize the profile so that the wind doesn't have a lot to hit. Uh, so you want your passenger to do the same, like hug me and, you know, lean into me as much as you can uh to avoid that um so that that makes a big difference um again we go back to what i said before is the right gear make sure your passenger has the right gear because same as for a rider if your passenger is cold or wet or too hot they're going to be thinking about other things than rider safety you know than the way they are sitting on the bike so having the proper gear is just as effective to make sure everybody's safe when the weather gets bad. Um, and again, the rider has to adjust things um, to make sure that the impact isn't as much. You know, I mean, you're leaning into the wind. Um, don't do a lot of crazy things. <laughs> Be, well, it, be smooth and, and all the rest of that. And the, and the wet pavement, of course, you know, that reflective paint and stuff, it's pretty slippy. I can imagine with that little bit of extra weight and that other person kind of freaking out if, if your back end kind of goes a little bit, you don't freak out, you yeah. maneuver. But if they freak out, like they need to breathe through yeah. that stuff yeah. and, and allow you to be able to control the bike instead of trying to fight you. Yeah, and again, uh, having a knowledgeable passenger, having an experienced passenger makes my life a whole lot easier, but I've taken a lot of other people. Um, and yeah, the communication just makes it so much easier. Yeah, and I was a passenger up until 2007 when I got my license in my own bike. And I'll tell you, the only thing I miss is that connection with my partner at the time of being on the back of his bike, that little tap of the leg or, you know, whatever. And it's, it, it's, it's hug. I will never take away from the fact that I am so empowered to ride my own and have my own adventures, but there's yeah. the tiny little part of me that just misses that little connection. Yeah. And I'm sure you and Mary are like just super connected through your yeah. riding together. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, it, it changes things. It changes the adventure. It changes the trip, uh, the whole experience. Yeah, when you're, when you're that close and, and doing it. We, we were going along from Thunder Bay to Duluth one time. And uh, really nice day, you know, Lake Superior on your left. And this eagle came out of a gully on the right side and basically dive-bombed us. And, I mean, she's screaming and we're both ducking and this eagle overhead right um yeah it, it wouldn't be the same if you're just on the bike by yourself no because i almost got nailed by a bird out in bc last month and i'm like ah 
And then oh. I'm like, oh, I'm the only one who got to experience that fun. <laughs> I mean, I'm connected in a calm system and Sammy didn't even hear my uh, reaction, oh. but, yeah. no. <laughs> which, but, uh, no, I'm like, I'm sure there's a, a few gentlemen out there who are listening that might be a little envious of your relationship with Mary and the fact that she's like, never sell your bike. Like, that's no. part of you. <laughs> yeah, no. there's, we hear so many of the other stories. But I do want to thank you for taking the time to, to talk with me about like, riding with a passenger because we do see a lot of the, you know, shorts and flip flops and tank tops phenomenon and it makes me cringe oh every time and then and yet the the pilot of that motorcycle is in like a full proper gear yeah. Yeah. and it just doesn't make sense to me but anyway that's a whole nother debate <laughs> thank you so much bruce for your time today and all the great information about riding with a passenger to make sure that you don't miss out on any of our upcoming podcasts or listen to previous ones, please make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcast, Ear Candy. If there's a topic that you'd like us to cover or a guest that you think would be great for the show, let us know. How? Well, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, where you'll get more information on motorcycle safety and awareness, or reach out to us through our website at ab-amss.org. Always remember to ride smart, ride safe, and think bike. And hey, we'll see you out on the road. 